This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. The Buck Sexton Show. Michael, great to have you. Hey, thanks for having me, Buck. How are you? Good. Uh, we wanted you to update us. We haven't talked about Mosul, I think, once in the new year so far. What is going on with the Iraqi government's efforts to retake that city from the Islamic State? Well, we'll start with the contrast between what the Iraqi government is saying and what U.S. the U.S. commander on the ground is saying, and that's General Townsend. Um, the Iraqis are saying they can liberate Mosul in three months. And U.S. commanders are saying it's going to take two years. I would go with the U.S. commanders. Um, there's been uh, there's been some some movement on the east side of Mosul, but the Iraqi security forces temporarily hold about a sixth of the city, and uh, they're doing it with the federal police. And the Iraqi federal police are heavily controlled by one of Iran's premier militia groups. That's the Barter Corps. And they are not the right force to secure and hold territory in East Mosul or or West Mosul, for that matter. And so this whole operation is supposed to wrap up or supposed to be completed in terms of the the clear, not necessarily the hold part of it, by when? I mean, do we do we have any real sense of that? Well, I think the sense the sense that I have right now, just based on talking to people and based on visiting the area, is that things have slowed down. U.S. military commanders are in no rush to do too much in Mosul right now because there's a new national security team coming in. Very happy about General Mattis coming in because Mattis will give the U.S. military the resources it needs to actually defeat ISIS. And both General Mattis and General Flynn have stated that the, the most important component in defeating a Sunni terrorist army like ISIS is with Sunni manpower and Sunni intelligence, two things that have not been drawn upon since the beginning of this operation in 2014 to clear ISIS out of Iraq. And it looks like they are going to be in what kind of a position politically in Iraq? When when the dust settles here, is this a big win for the Abadi government? Is this going to result in sectarian squabbling over what remains in and around Mosul and its environs? Where do you see all that going? Well, there's, there are elections in 2018. So if Mosul is cleared by then and we continue to use this low benchmark for what success looks like, that's rubbling a city, exiting a population, and declaring ISIS defeated, then they stand to do well in, in elections in Baghdad in the Shia areas. So that would be good for the Abadi government. What's good for the Abadi government is not necessarily good for Iraq. Um, the majority of the country is Shia until you get north of Baghdad. Then it becomes majority Sunni. And there are not Sunni forces being built to keep the next form of ISIS out to defeat this current version of ISIS. So I, I'm less optimistic. I think that ISIS, I think it's about two years. And I think defeating ISIS needs to be uh, drawn the lessons of the surge need to be used here. You, you can't defeat ISIS unless the people are empowered to reject it, meaning the Sunni people of Iraq, and, and those efforts haven't been made yet. If I could get you some time sitting down in the Oval Office with uh, the Trump 
soon to be Trump administration in just a matter of days here and the national security uh, advisor Flynn and and some of the top military uh, top military brass on Iraq what would you want to what would you want to say to them what would you tell president <laughs> we call him president elect for a couple more days uh, right. soon to be president Trump about what the US policy what US posture should be in Iraq in 2017 and beyond well, the first thing I would recommend is that we slow down the Mosul operation and make it an intelligence-driven operation, meaning that we recruit Sunni sources, we build a Sunni force using uh, embedding U.S. advisors and special operations and intelligence with those assets and have them take the city back from ISIS. Again, you have one million Sunnis in Mosul. 300,000 of them are military-aged males. There are four to 6,000 ISIS fighters. There's probably less now since these operations began. This is the perfect time to slow it down, make it an intelligence-driven operation, empower Sunnis from Mosul to take it back by making them collectors, the eyes and ears, and then putting them back into the Iraqi military uh, where they can actually uh, hold, secure, and reject the next version of ISIS. And how's it going on the Syrian side of the border? I'm sure that that must come into play when we're talking about Mosul. We know that the the connection across the border into Syria was something that they tried to sever between ISIS, ISIS in Mosul, and ISIS over on the Syrian side, and in Raqqa, their de facto capital city. Is is there real progress as you see it being made against ISIS in Syria too? And and how does that affect what the Iraqis think is possible for stabilizing? the north of the country, including Mosul, going forward? Well, as we look at Syria, we, you know, we're, the United States is going to be invited in to discussions with Russia, Iran, Assad, and Turkey. Instead of us leading this effort, we are actually being invited in as a participant. So that's very telling about the Syria situation. There's a lot of... Uh, there's there's a lot of friction between Turkey and the United States when it comes to arming uh, the Kurds, the YPG, to to fight ISIS when YPG leadership and some other Kurdish elements that are opposed to, to Turkey are suggesting that after ISIS, they turn their guns on Turkish forces. So that's an issue. So this all benefits ISIS as the United States, Russia, Iran, and Assad um, work to stop the the uh, indiscriminate targeting of Sunni civilians in Syria, ISIS continues to hold territory in Raqqa and Deir ez-Zor and continues to be able to move forces, unfortunately, into Iraq. So there is a lot that needs to be settled. And the one thing I would tell the Trump administration is that Russia, Iran, and Assad are not targeting ISIS. They're targeting the Sunni population in Syria. And Russia is not, has not proven itself an ally against, uh, in the fight against ISIS at this point. Mattis would say as that a former as well. military intelligence officer, Mike, what do you think about U.S. U.S. diplomacy with Russia under a Trump administration? Where should how do you see it going, and where do you think it should go? Well, the, well, the good thing about what Trump has done is with the selection of Madison Flynn. And, you know, even though people say that General Flynn is somehow pro-Russia, and I don't believe that for a second. We both uh, grew up in the army, where our main geopolitical foe was the Soviet Union, and then the post-Soviet Union after 1988. So with Madison Flynn there, I think they are very skeptical skeptical and against Russian aggressions. Uh, I think it's still good at the diplomatic level, State Department and with the president, to, to do outreach with Russia as long as your Secretary of Defense and your intelligence 
uh, directors and, and those involved in national security <clears throat> that look at Russia as an adversary uh, are able to pound the desk. And I believe that that's going to be the case. I like that Trump's not surrounding himself with like-minded individuals. They're not a bunch of yes-men. There will be no echo chamber. Uh, Madison and Flynn have proven themselves in the past to be desk pounders when they disagree with a commander-in-chief. So I'm very happy with, with the team of rivals that he's put together so far. Michael Prejean is an adjunct fellow at the Hudson Institute. You can learn more about what he does and his uh, writing and analysis at Hudson.org and also M.P. Pregent, P-R-E-G-E-N-T on Twitter. Michael, always great to have you, man. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Buck. Appreciate it. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. 